0: The following program, The Doris Davenport Show, All Local, All the Time, is brought to you in part by Doris Davenport. The views and opinions therein do not represent those of NewsWeb Radio Company or its management.
1: When you can't stop betting nonstop and gambling is affecting your relationships, your job and more, are you really winning? This is Problem Gambling Awareness Month. And we want you to know you are not alone. You can get help by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. Know the signs of problem gambling by visiting areyoureallywinning.com. Did you know that the Oak Park River Forest Community Foundation has a website, a Facebook page, and a Twitter feed? And they're easy to find. Search online for OPRFCF. See what's new. Find a scholarship. Donate to support local nonprofits. Join a group or just connect.
0: Gearing up for March Madness?
1: It's also Problem Gambling Awareness Month.
0: If the tournament spreads are affecting your work,
1: school, and relationships, are you really winning? Don't get lost in the madness. Let Way Back In an Addiction Treatment Center
0: help. Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: Welcome back to the Doris Davenport Show, all local, all the time. I haven't talked to you guys in a while. So today I'm going to ask you to give a real, real good listen. I want you to lean in today. Uh, we're going to get started right away on a topic that is just so important in our community. In fact, we believe uh, here at WCPT and the Doris Davenport Show that it is so important that we are going to be covering this topic all month long. March is Problem Gambling Awareness Month, and we are honored today to have a special guest, Elizabeth Thielen, Senior Director of Substance Abuse Treatment Services for Nikasa Health Services. She's a licensed professional counselor and problem and compulsive gambling counselor. Elizabeth is passionate about increasing awareness of gambling disorder in the community and among helping professionals. She serves on the board of directors of the Illinois Council on Problem Gambling, recently completing a term as president. She represents Nicasa Behavioral Health Services on the Alliance on the Illinois Alliance on Problem Gambling. Elizabeth is also an adjunct faculty at the College of Lake. County, where she teaches about process addictions. And as a former amateur athlete, Elizabeth is committed to helping athletes avoid disordered gambling, as the state of Illinois has recently implemented legalized sports betting. Well, we're going to jump right in. Welcome to the Doris Davenport Show, all local, all the time. Elizabeth, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. You know, this segment is sponsored by The Way Back In, and we are normally used to having Anita Pendur here with us, so... Uh, you are our guest today, and we're so excited to have you and dive right into this conversation. So I think that one of the first things that I uh, want to do just off the bat is to give a bit of an overview. So Problem Gambling Awareness Month is crucial, number one, because it raises public awareness about the risks associated with gambling addiction, mm-hmm. uh, addiction, and it promotes resources mm-hmm. for um, prevention, treatment, support, mm-hmm. um, all the like. And we know that this month aims to educate individuals um, by increasing that awareness. But mm-hmm. tell us from your perspective, an overview. give us an overview from your perspective.
2: Well, I think it's so important that we talk about this in March, but really all year round, yeah. because it's something that affects actually over a million people in Illinois. Wow. And over a million adult Illinoisans either have full-blown gambling addiction or at-risk gambling. Yet people are not talking about this. So people are suffering. And then there are people who are just starting to gamble, and it's really not working out the way that they intended. We don't need to wait until it's a problem to recognize, like, hey, this is something that can be risky. Um, It can be riskier for certain people uh, than other people. And there are resources to turn to uh, to prevent this from becoming problematic or if it has already become a problem to get help.
1: That is wonderful. You know, you talk about um, impact. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a word that stands out for me, because when we think about gambling, Mm -hmm. it's not just the individual, right? Right. So we have to think about the broader community, if you will, not just the broader family and familial ties. Um, Whether someone is married with kids or Mm -hmm. just has a girlfriend or boyfriend, it impacts everybody associated with the individual that has that particular disorder. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, that's spirals out to the community Mm -hmm. Um, now we all know gambling can have um, positive and negative impacts Mm -hmm. Um, on the positive side as we can see downtown uh, Chicago with the new um, valleys that has gone up it's Mm -hmm. a source of entertainment for people it's a source of revenue for cities Mm -hmm. Um, so there are some um, potential Uh, financial gains for people. But it can also lead to hardships, financial Mm -hmm. hardships, addictions, um, strained relationships. Mm -hmm. Talk a little about that Impact, And then we're going to zero in on um, the African-American community specifically, but we'll pull that aside for a moment. Talk a little bit about the impacts.
2: Right. So we do have to remember that gambling is intended as a form of recreation. And we have a lot of people who go into it with the mindset of this is going to be a way for me to make money. And this is not the intention. And so unfortunately, people can realize hey I'm not making money I'm losing money and rather than saying okay this isn't working out for me they're chasing those losses so mm. they're gambling more trying to win it back or maybe they had a win and they're like this is great and now they're trying to replicate <laughs> that win and they're losing more and more in order to replicate it so it can spiral out of control pretty quickly now I've been addictions uh, counseling for over 20 years, I've never seen the financial impact of any substance like I have seen with gambling. Mm-hmm. So you can lose a paycheck in a matter of minutes or hours. Mm-hmm. And I've known people who lost a, a full annual income over the course of a long weekend. So mm-hmm. um unlike substances where at a certain point you have to stop, you know, an episode has to stop, somebody might pass out or something like that. Gambling can continue as long as you can keep accessing money. So you keep going back to the ATM, you take cash advances on credit cards, people are pawning valuables, using their car notes, you know, second mortgages. It can spiral so quickly, all because people are chasing those losses and trying to replicate wins, trying to dig themselves out. Um, And so the financial impact is tremendous, but there's also the emotional impact and the relationship impact, like you said, you know, people are maybe not being very productive at work because Mm. they're so worried about their losses, what's going to happen when the rent comes due and I can't pay it. So they're not being very, you know, productive or focusing. And sometimes they're working two, three jobs trying to make, make up for all those losses. So, you know, people can even have health effects, believe it or not, having, problem gambling is so stressful and there's even a higher rate of cardiac arrest among people who have disordered gambling than the general population so health effects emotional effects relationship effects um, effects on your job effects on school so it really can impact every area of the life and then that person doesn't even know why it's happening because we're not talking about it so they just think How could I be so stupid? How could I be so unlucky? And then if they even tell somebody, that person says, well, just stop. You don't need to do this. Not recognizing that the brain is experiencing it just like a substance. So you don't tell somebody who's using substances, just stop. You recognize that it's a lot more complicated than that, but our gamblers just don't get that same consideration. Yeah, you know, and it brings up something um, that I
1: think more and more, you know, we talk about the gap between the haves and the Mm have-nots, and in a capitalistic society, I guess it's almost inevitable, right, Mm -hmm. that we see that. Mm -hmm. But that is one of the driving factors because Mm -hmm. people every day are bombarded by commercials, Mm -hmm. commercials of you need this in your life. You need that in your life to make things easier. Your kids go to school. They're judged by how they look and what they wear and what they don't wear. Mm -hmm. And so parents are even constantly, does my kid have the latest gadget? Are they going to be sidelined in Mm -hmm. school socially because I can't afford to give them X, Y, or Z? Mm -hmm. And then sometimes that forces the parent out to gamble, Mm -hmm. hoping that they will get a big win. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when we think about it, you take a gambler mm-hmm. who does win big, mm-hmm. and they're able to do something really great for their family, mm-hmm. or they 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 win so big they're able to put that down payment on a house they've waited for for right. so long, mm-hmm. but it's false hope mm-hmm. because then they maybe they think they can do that every time, right? And they keep going back, right? And they keep going back, mm-hmm. and I can't help but think about the broader impact too cities and communities, Mm -hmm. right? Because oftentimes when all those things you talked about don't work, Mm -hmm. they turn to crime. Right? And sometimes when people turn to petty crime, it leads to greater and greater uh, risks that they take. And then destruction just spirals.
2: Absolutely. And there's been a lot of research that consistently shows that people with disordered gambling engage in criminal acts in Mm -hmm. support of continued gambling about about half of disorder gamblers do and it is usually like you said petty crime white collar nonviolent offenses and it's usually you know theft mm-hmm. and in and in the head of a gambler it's often i'm going to take this and i Need just need this to keep playing and win it back, and I'm going to put it back. Yeah, the intention is almost always (laughs) to put it back. But one Mm -hmm. of the concerns that I have is when there is an alcohol or a drug problem that underlies crime, Mm -hmm. we are really good at recognizing that in the criminal justice system and. In providing opportunities for treatment and recovery mm-hmm. for court-involved individuals who have alcohol or drug issues, we are not there yet with gambling, mm-hmm. and so our gamblers are not afforded those same opportunities to recover, um, to uh, remain, you know, in their communities and make meaningful restitution. And that's something that we really do need to change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think that's important. Um, You know, when we look at um, different communities and how each community may be impacted more than another, Mm -hmm. I came across quite a few studies and I was really surprised that Mm -hmm. the African-American community, as always it seems, whether it's health disparities Mm -hmm. or you name it, seems to be inordinately impacted by this gambling disorder issue. Um, And I think that some of the things that I read um, about the African-American community and gambling addiction as the, is that it can really exacerbate um, already existing socioeconomic yes. disparities mm-hmm. um, and contribute to even greater financial instability. And we already have, believe it or not, even in this day and age on this side of the Jim Crow mm-hmm. historical line mm-hmm. – continued redlining when it comes to uh, the devaluing Mm -hmm. of homes and real estate property Mm -hmm. that's owned by African-Americans. The same properties could be in other communities and they're valued Mm -hmm. much higher. Um, So there are already existing financial implications in the African-American community and gambling disorders just seem to make it worse. What Mm -hmm. is it about gambling and the African-American community that makes this the perfect marriage on the wrong
2: side. Right. And it is such a complicated issue, but there's so mm-hmm. many things um, at stake here. One, if you think about um, any any community that is experiencing some health disparities, some financial disparities, you can look to gambling as something that can get you up out of it. Now, we know people can turn to substance use as a means of escape. But they never think it's actually going to make things better. Mm -hmm. People can look to gambling and say, this will actually make this better. Mm -hmm. I could actually get up out of this. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, that's the reality of gambling is sometimes people win. So it's not necessarily a false hope. But if you look at the revenue Mm -hmm. reports, you talked about revenue. Mm -hmm. People lose more than they win Mm -hmm. overall. That's Mm -hmm. the whole reason that it's a lucrative you know, business. Sure. Um, But people focus on those wins and say, why can't that be me? It might as well be me. It can pull me up out of it. And so what resources are there are being used um, to try to get out of that desperate situation. And unfortunately keeping people, you know, in that situation Mm -hmm. are even worse. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Let's shift our focus a little bit to how communities address the prevalence of problem gambling Mm -hmm. and, and its effects. So, You know, this is probably a great time to talk about education and awareness campaigns. Sure. Um, and we know communities often launch these campaigns to raise awareness, mm-hmm. um, and they aim to um, educate individuals. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about some of the campaigns that you're involved in mm-hmm. and um, those that we're highlighting today along with the Way Back In.
2: Right. So um, I actually am so grateful to work with a very uh, dedicated and talented group of young people from various communities, primarily the Elgin area in Lake County uh, where I work. I live in the Elgin area. And so we've encountered some young people who um, we give them research, we give them statistics, we give them a call to action, and they create materials and content to educate their peers, so young people, so from a prevention standpoint, but also the adults in the community about, one, not giving access to children um, to gambling products, but Mm -hmm. also what does it look like when gambling um, is disordered? Where to go for help? And you know, I shared with you uh, mm. last night a song that one of our young people wrote, and it is brilliant. You we're know, we're going to play it on the other side of the break. Yes. Uh-huh. And so, the amount that of work that I have done pales mm. in comparison to what this fourteen-year-old did, like <laughs> over a weekend. But that's the that is the the brilliance of, of young minds. They're just so creative and they're so smart. And if we can empower them mm-hmm. um, rather than just wait for them to accidentally fall into, you know, some behavior that could hurt them and then try to pull them up out of it. Let's help them be part of the solution to preventing, you know, problems in their peers and in other people in their community. You know, actually, I have something to give to you today. Oh. So one of our other volunteers wrote, mm-hmm. uh, he's an artist, and he drew a picture of how he pictures problem gambling to affect individuals. Mm. And so we got this put actually on a billboard in Lake County, but Mm. we also got it put on our shirts for problem gambling awareness Mm -hmm. month. Um, and we're handing these out at one of our awareness events that's mm-hmm. happening mm-hmm. in a few weeks. And Problem Gambling Awareness Month has a theme every year, and this mm-hmm. year it's "Every Story Matters." And mm-hmm. so we're really using that theme mm-hmm. to get the stories out of. Thank of, you. you <laughs> Of people who've been impacted, mm-hmm. because who, where are they? You know, people are very reluctant. This can be ve- feel very shameful. Yeah. And so we have some brave people who are willing to go out and. Speak publicly. So, mm-hmm. for example, we've got Dr. Sandra Adele. She is a University of Wisconsin professor who was uh, directly impacted by mm-hmm. problem gambling, and she speaks on the subject now. She's a published author. She's a former actress and model, and she is incredible. And she's one of those brave voices giving voice to many women and women of color who mm-hmm. don't have the opportunity or the safe space to say. Mm-hmm hey this is how I was hurt by this mm-hmm. um, and and to be given hope to recover so she'll be speaking at this event the young lady will be singing her song at that event and we're giving away some of these shirts and we're giving away copies of Dr. Adele's book, um, Confessions of a Slot Machine Queen, a memoir so mm-hmm. that's some of what we're doing now the state has a f- give us the ahead. date
1: of that event again and yes. the
2: name so that is Every Story Matters that's mm-hmm. the name of the event and it is going to be March 14th mm-hmm. five 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. We are asking that people do kind of RSVP because we are getting it catered by uh, Honey Bay's Barbecue, so it's oh, going nice. to be fantastic. And we'd like to know how much food we need. <laughs> um, and so gambling at NICOSA.org is our email where people could say, hey, I'm coming, I'm bringing two mm-hmm. people, whatever. Um, but that is going to be at NERCO, which is the Northern Illinois Recovery Community Organization mm-hmm. on Genesee Street in Waukegan, March mm-hmm. 14th. It's mm-hmm. going to be fantastic.
1: Great. Great. You were about to say something yeah, else. Yeah, so
2: the state has a very mm-hmm. um a very nice campaign called Are You Really Winning? And this is something that's a statewide campaign. Um, the, the website to go to the helpline is com, mm-hmm. And it really challenges people, whether there's somebody who has experienced gambling harm or somebody who's just started gambling, to say, to self-assess, mm-hmm. am I really winning? You know, what is being impacted? My finances, my family, my emotional health, you know. Um, and so it just really challenges people to self-assess and examine and do that periodically throughout time. On the website, there's even a self-assessment instrument so somebody can answer some questions and learn, you know, am, am I gambling in a way that is, you know, somewhat risky and what can I do about it? Mm. So that's also connected to the 1-800-GAMBLER helpline that is 24-7 confidential help uh, where somebody can talk to a helpline operator, learn about treatment, learn about support. Learn about self-exclusion and the Mm -hmm. other kinds of options that can help people who've been harmfully impacted by gambling. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Now, just before we take a break, I Mm -hmm. want to uh, take a look at some of the um, we talk about the different ways that communities can address the prevalence Mm -hmm. of uh, problem gambling and its Mm -hmm. effects. So another way and. um, Anita and I love to talk about uh, regulation and legislation. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a background in that area as well. Mm-hmm. But talk to me about um, some of uh, regu- some of the regulations and legislations that control the expansion of gambling mm-hmm. facilities, maybe, right. um, or that enforce age restrictions and mm-hmm. ensure responsible gambling. Mm-hmm.
2: Anything that you're aware of that you feel should be highlighted. Sure. Well, the the most recent, the biggest Mm -hmm. one was the repealing of PASPA, which was the Professional Amateur Sports Protection Act, which Mm -hmm. paved the way for legalized sports wagering in Illinois and across the country. And so that's one of the biggest developments that has come about, With that, um, whereas when it began, individuals had to go to a brick-and-mortar sports wagering operation or a casino to get an account, it is now online. Mm -hmm. And one of the big concerns that we have seen throughout the state is some young people getting on there. I mean, I have a (laughs) 16-year-old. You can get on, like, anything. (laughs) Look who's speaking. She looks like a (laughs) (laughs) 16-year-old.
1: Oh, thank you. And so
2: uh, we really have a lot of concerns about young people accessing these products that are known to be be potentially addictive, but particularly for young people. I mean, adolescents and young adults have a rate of problem gambling two to three times that of adults. So they absolutely cannot have access to gambling products but it's something that adults do not realize. We know better than to give our kids drugs and alcohol, right? We know how brain development impacts young people being exposed to these things but we don't know that about gambling. So a young person can go to a parent like, hey you know you know, I'm super into sports Mm -hmm. and I want to do this, can you help me get an account? And the parent will unknowingly sometimes give them access and not recognizing how risky that is for that one person so so that is just one of the areas but we've also had expanded casinos we have one in in our neck of the woods in Waukegan I think um, I think that that point
1: on the young people is a good place for us to take a break sure Um, we're going to take a break we are here today with Elizabeth Thielen uh, who is the Senior Director of Substance Abuse Treatment Services for NACASA Health Services. And we're talking about problem gambling. March is Problem Gambling Awareness Month. And when we come back, we're going to elaborate a little bit more on this uh, legislation that Illinois has passed and uh, the impact that it will have on young people. And we're going to play that song on oh, yeah. the other side of the break as right. well. Uh, but for now, um, we'll be back. When you can't stop betting nonstop and gambling is affecting your relationships, your job, and more, are you really winning? This is Problem Gambling Awareness Month, and we want you to know you are not alone. You can get help by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. Know the signs of problem gambling by visiting areyoureallywinning.com. Discover one of our community's unique resources, the Oak Park River Forest Community Foundation www.oprfcf.org Substance use or gambling may have caused you to feel like there's no way out. The truth is that there is help for you and your family, and it's closer than you may think. The Way Back In is a nonprofit treatment center for substance use and gambling that helps people in Proviso Township rebuild their lives from the damages of addiction. You can contact Way Back In by visiting waybackin.org or by calling 708-345-8422. That's 708-345-8422. Admissions office is open Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you are experiencing an emergency and need immediate assistance outside of these hours, please contact 911. Wayback In is here to help. Way Back In programming is supported by the Proviso Township Mental Health Commission. Discover one of our community's unique resources, the Oak Park River Forest Community Foundation www.oprfcf.org. And welcome back to the Doris Davenport Show. All local, all the time. My name is Doris Davenport and I am your host for the hour. We are here speaking with Elizabeth Thielen, Senior Director of Substance Abuse Treatment Services at NICASA Behavioral Health Services. We are highlighting Problem Gambling. March is Problem Gambling Awareness Month and we believe this topic is so incredibly important. We left the other side of the break talking about young people and I want to move on and talk about some strategies for working with young people. Um, So, one of the things that you shared with me, um, Elizabeth, was that when we're working with young people, especially now with the college basketball tournaments um, coming, it's it's essential to prioritize education and awareness about the risks associated with um, sports betting. So what are some of the ways that you can provide information or that communities can provide information about the potential dangers of sports betting that include addiction, financial loss, and legal
2: consequences. Well, I think it's really important to, to recognize what we know doesn't work. We know mm-hmm. just don't do it. does not work, right? So um, nobody likes to be told what to do and particularly not what to do. Um, but when we can empower and, and provide information um, so that young people can make decisions that work best for them, um, we have a lot better chances. And we do that best by not having the 50-year-old woman come in and talk <laughs> to them, but actually give the information to the young people and have them come up with the ideas of how do you reach your peers? Mm. Um, And so that's something that we have done. And um, we also want to expand that to the adults because without access, you don't have the problem. Mm -hmm. And so one of the biggest issues is access to these gambling products being provided to minors very unknowingly. These are not people who are trying to hurt children, right? Mm -hmm. They just don't recognize that there's a lot of risk involved, even more so for uh, for the kids than for them. And you have adults who maybe they participate. Maybe they do sports betting. They play lottery. They do scratch tickets, and they're like, it's fine for me. Mm -hmm. Not recognizing that 16-year-old doesn't have the same brain as you. That brain is doing some other really cool stuff, but it's not ready to do this in a controlled way. Yeah, and I don't know how
1: effective offering um, other alternatives during the tournament is, but Mm -hmm. I know during Super Bowl, the entertainment is a big factor. Fashion is a big factor. There are many, many ways that you can encourage students to focus on other alternatives during the tournament mm-hmm. that could distract them away from the betting. Absolutely.
2: Is that being focused on? Do you know? it, it, it is to some degree, and it needs to mm-hmm. be more. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw some study recently that said, I think it was that over 75% of young people see sports as... Um, completely involved with gambling like gambling mm. and sports are interrelated this needs to be yeah. tackled okay so uh, like you said all these other things the entertainment just the the love of the sports are incredible yeah. they're yeah. exciting and unpredictable and mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. being able to focus on those aspects and the mm-hmm. other ancillary things and giving opportunities for young people to get involved and participate and not be faced with the constant barrage of mm-hmm. talk about betting and the line and and the over under yeah. and all of that yeah, so, um, and then, of course, uh, providing
1: resources to yes. the young people. Mm-hmm. How, um, how available mm-hmm. is, our counseling services to right. young people um, on the high school level or even junior high school when you talk about, you know, right. getting their attention at younger ages right.
2: about the implications. There's a lot of help out there a lot of resources. One preventative, I was just in a middle school on Friday mm-hmm. and we're going to be doing stuff all throughout March at different schools. So we have a whole Problem Gambling uh, Awareness Month campaign that we're asking schools to put up these flyers and they can, um, the, the young people can take a pledge not to gamble underage. So ah. we kind of get them involved in that way. But by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, somebody um, can connect with counseling anywhere in the state. But there's a lot of telehealth available, too. And we know that young people tend to gamble on their phones, right? So mm-hmm. treatment needs to be available on their phones. On their phones. And and that's what you know. some providers like Nikasa have done is we've really mm-hmm. adapted and pivoted to provide services in a way that is more comfortable and, and relevant for young people. Well, I applaud you. I mean, when you think about um, how these strategies get
1: implemented, how often they get implemented, mm-hmm. um, it is possible to mitigate these risks that are associated with sports betting. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways I think about We're going to play this song now um, that this young person, I want you to tee it up for us. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is an absolute great way to promote a safe and enjoyable um,
2: experience about gambling. Tell us. Absolutely. So Mm -hmm. uh, we have an underage gambling prevention group. Um, It's actually funded, interestingly, by the NFL Foundation and some additional funding from FanDuel Mm -hmm. because it... Problem gambling hurts everybody. It hurts the industry. It hurts leagues. It hurts children and families, (laughs) all of that. So, you know, it's great when you have like big entities getting involved in supporting prevention. And so what we do is we just provide information and resources and support to these young people and say, what do you want to do? And, you know, we had young people who wanted to draw stuff. And he says, I need markers. I said, how much are those markers? He says, they're 20 bucks each. I said, you got four. What can you do with four colors? (laughs) (laughs) um, But with this young lady, she says, I Mm want to write a song. I said, okay, fantastic. To go for it. And when she wrote this song and she belted it out in person at an event that we did, Mm -hmm. I said, uh, how would you like to go to a, a recording studio in Chicago? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so we made that happen all under the grant, so providing Amazing. you know access to tools and resources that they might not have otherwise, um, but to create messaging that can just be you know you know that one we played on on a Chicagoland radio station. Mm-hmm. so I'm really excited to share this with you because this young lady was fourteen years old when she wrote the song fifteen mm-hmm. when she recorded it in a studio. 16 When she was, uh, I actually was at an event where we were raising awareness. Mm -hmm. She's there, and somebody says, Happy birthday, Alicia. And I said, It's your birthday? She says, Yeah, I'm 16. I said, You are volunteering on the night of your 16th birthday. She's like, Where else would I be? So, um, you know, young people can do incredible things Mm -hmm. if we, you know, give them the opportunities. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, let's hear that song.
0: When all I do is making you My money's is But if I gamble out, I might bumble How do i impact the game But all it does is cause me pain Say it wasn't Got me again Got me both, oh, oh, to moving, retaining your time. Might as well focus on crying in the name. For dedicated my whole life. My money's looking really tight, but if I gamble, I will follow i to win past the game, but all it does is cause me pain Then it was not I've got me broken I once again like a while, trying to figure out, but did I go on, and how to get out, how to get out, how to me to say that I think I need some help For the game to try to struggle to admit when I'm home So I just fight my problems and my Can And believe me and the depression And trust me, all of that is overwhelming You I say How do I make it fine? When all I do is make it wrong My mind is looking at the pain But if I give up I will fall If I give up I will fall
1: Wow. That is amazing. If I gamble, I will stumble and fall. Mm -hmm. Wow. What those lyrics for a 14 year old, Mm -hmm. there is an
2: old soul in that body. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Right. And, um, I refrained from humming along because it's so good that it's just constantly, I find myself singing it in the car. That's She's rich. incredible. That yeah.
1: is really, really, really rich. You know, um, young people are so vulnerable. And when we think about these high-risk periods like um, college basketball tournaments, mm-hmm. um, there are so many external resources that are available to help young people. And I'd love for you to share with us things that young people can do for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you spoke about these self-exclusion programs. Mm-hmm. Um But talk to us a bit about what young people can do to help themselves.
2: Well, one is just to learn about this because um they will have messaging coming at them. And even from their own peers, like, hey, let's do this. Mm-hmm. You know, do you know how much you can make? We've got young people acting as bookies and kind of like mm-hmm. feeling like, kind of hot shots or something, mm-hmm. I will say, I've heard parents say, well, they're not gambling. And I try to explain, if you found out that your kid was dealing drugs, but yeah. just not using, would you have the same mentality? Exactly. So um, we really need to, to provide the information so that they can make informed decisions about, you know, holding off, hold off to mm-hmm. make this decision later. Focus on the things that are meaningful and important to them, whether it's sports, whether it's the arts, um, whether it's volunteering. Um, We actually, uh, I shouldn't say we, the kids created Mm -hmm. a social media campaign called What's Your Big Win, Mm -hmm. where they promote young people making social media posts about the things that they do, that they're good at. One said, I'm good at baking. The Mm -hmm. other says wrestling. Another says weightlifting and um, anything that's Mm -hmm. incompatible with gambling so that they can really just highlight their skills, their talents and Mm -hmm. their interests um, and really do some positive peer pressure on each other other like hey we got all these amazing things that we're good at let's do these for now you know let's just focus on these um and so they promoted that and they said use the hashtag what's your big win you know and and so that was really cool um another thing that they did is actually they are um building they've built uh, a platform where young people can um, they made recordings of themselves being offered gambling and they recorded themselves taking that option and what could happen and then using like refusal skills and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And what would the outcome be? So they created this like almost like choose your own adventure mm-hmm. that we can use at health fairs or we can just use it for people who are in services so that they can actually feel like they are. Um, in the moment, because they're recorded from first person point of view, mm-hmm. select an option and get some skill building around refusal skills and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So we really want people to get involved. And as you mentioned, there is something called self-exclusion in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is something where if somebody is struggling with casino gambling and or sports betting, you can voluntarily self-ban. It is basically a, a legally binding agreement between the individual and the Illinois gaming board to say, I can't do this. Please help me to not do this. Not allowed on casino property, not allowed to get a sports wagering account. Accounts will be shut down. If they are in existence, and there's consequences for violating it on the end of Mm. the individual. So now this
1: will be for you've got to be legal age, right? Legal age, and Uh
2: so that is one of the the concerns. Yeah, no, that's great because college age. Yes, so (sighs) you have some college age individuals that are able to legally, but Mm -hmm. then what are the consequences for them? What if they're an NCAA athlete and they risk their eligibility? You know, so Mm. but then what about all those? Underage people. So this is where that education and awareness for the adults comes in, because to place a, a sports wager in Illinois legally, you must be 21 years old. So just like we've seen, like we card hard, right? Mm-hmm. So all those, you know, signs and all the mm-hmm. places that sell tobacco and vaping products are warning both the, the the people who work at the store, but the adults, like, don't give these products to minors. We mm-hmm. need these kinds of messages out for adults who might just very naively give mm-hmm. access to minors to some of these sports wagering prod- products that could really hurt those young people.
1: Yeah, because I think that right now, you know, and certainly we cover this as partners with Way Back In all year. We're, we're, we're talking about these these um, campaigns and we highlight them Like mm-hmm. in March, of course, because it's Gambling Awareness Month. But those kinds of things, you know, you see so many other warning signs on mm-hmm. billboards when mm-hmm. you get on a subway, when you get on a bus. Mm-hmm. And I remember... A Never forget when Bally's first opened, mm-hmm. the day all the TV cameras were there to look mm-hmm. at who are the first people mm-hmm. going through the door at Bally's. Mm-hmm. And they were all African Americans. Mm-hmm. And frankly, you know, when I looked, I said, now, these are people who you can't judge a book by its cover, right? Mm-hmm. But I have to say, I thought, can they afford to be there? Mm-hmm can these people really afford right. to be spending what money they have mm-hmm. at ballies? Right. And they might have fit into some of the categories that we talked about. They're looking for that one win right. that's going to make their lives better. Right. Um, and it's the same with young people. Young mm-hmm. people, you know, they want to be able to have a leg up and stand out. And now in this right. age of social media and right. TikTok, mm-hmm. where everything that goes viral is mm-hmm. what is going right. to make you a star, yeah. people want to, they're, 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 I think risky behavior is more common now right. than it ever was before. Right. So any warning signs that we can put up and encourage companies,
2: organizations to yes. do um, is important. It really is. And you bring up such a good point because um, affordability is is an important concept. If somebody is thinking about gambling, can I afford it? Because what is gambling? It is supposed to be a form of recreation thereby a luxury. Mm -hmm. So is it in your budget? And is it, you know, do you need that money to pay bills? Do you need that money to pay down a loan? You know, Um, Are you putting money into savings? It's everything after all that Mm -hmm. that is what's extra and then what portion of that extra can you afford to lose? Because Mm. we really need to assume you're going to lose because losing is part of the game (laughs) with gambling. (laughs) So it's a really important point that you bring up. There's been research that has shown that uh, black and African-American individuals have a rate of gambling disorder up to 8.3%. Now, in Illinois, the adult rate has been found to be 3.8%. Um, for just adults in general. In mm. Illinois, the rate for black and African-American was found to be 3.6%. Mm. So it, it varies depending on the study, the population, mm-hmm. but regardless, one is too many. That's because right. Because one person can just be absolutely devastated by this. So um, no matter what the background, people really need to be cautious and be informed. You know, there's a campaign to say, let's make Illinois a gambling-informed state, mm-hmm. meaning recognize what it is recognize the risks recognize the warning signs and know where to go for help if you're seeing any of these warning signs in yourself or somebody that you care about sure sure as we um wind down can you
1: go over some of the resources sure. um, available to yeah. people for problem gambling disorders?
2: Right. So mm-hmm. there are a number of state contracted providers that will that have specialized training. Like I said, I'm a certified gambling counselor, and there are certified gambling counselors throughout the state. Uh, treatment programs that have uh, a degree of specialization in working with gambling disorder, all of those can be reached at 1-800-GAMBLER. Um, but there's also support groups like Gamblers Anonymous. Um, think about, we know what Alcoholics Anonymous is. Mm-hmm. Let's get Gamblers Anonymous out there yeah, in the general lexicon, mm-hmm. right? Um, and there's a fantastic site called gamblersinrecovery.com where you can go on there and click for the gambler and find meetings that are available all throughout the entire world. You can go to a meeting that's out of Dublin, Ireland, mm-hmm. or South mm-hmm. Africa. It's just fantastic. And um, But additionally, there's even medication that can help people that reduces cravings for gambling Mm. um there's that self-exclusion program that i mentioned and there's even software that can block all forms of online gambling Mm. this is something that can really help uh, sports betters it can help parents who are trying to um, get stuff under control for a young person Um, we actually provide a year of software uh, blocking at no cost to individuals if they come into our program but that's available for anybody inside or outside of a treatment program. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, that is wonderful. You know, the hour goes by so fast. (laughs) (laughs) So I do want to give a shout out to Anita Pandur with Mm. um, uh, Way Back In. The Way Back In does a fantastic job of providing Mm -hmm. services, both residential and treatment for uh, people with all kinds of disorders. Mm -hmm. And um, it's waybackin.org. I want to thank everyone for listening, uh, tuning in today as we explored this critical topic of problem gambling with Elizabeth Thielen from NACASA Health Services. Um, We Just throughout our discussion, we've shed light on the impacts of gambling on individuals and communities. We emphasized uh, the significance of March as Problem Gambling Awareness Month and discussed strategies for working with young people during high-risk periods like college basketball tournaments and, of course, the Are You Really Winning campaign. We've delved into warning signs, risk factors, available resources. Resources and the importance of gambling awareness in addressing problem gambling. Remember, if you or someone you know is struggling with gambling addiction, help and support are available. Let's continue to raise awareness, foster understanding, and support those affected by problem gambling. Thank you, and until next time, I am Doris Davenport, the host of The Doris Davenport
0: Show, all local, all the time. Thank you for joining us.